This is the European edition of Breaking Banks, the world's number one fintech podcast and radio show. We bring you the European unicorns, startups, founders, regulators and leaders innovating the rapidly evolving fintech scene today. A truly localized podcast with both English and local language content with some of the world's most well-known hosts and influencers in the fintech sector globally. Join us every week as we explore what makes the European Union a phenomenal proving ground for many of the fastest growing fintech plays in the world today. Okay, let's roll. Hey guys, good morning uh, or good afternoon, whatever you are in the world. My name is Matteo Rizzi. I am the executive producer of Breaking Banks Europe, and today we do have a special episode dedicated to a special project. FTS Group is part of the consortium that is dealing with this. This is called Block IS. We have around this virtual table all the players that are making this European project happen. And this is uh, this episode is the first one of a series that will involve uh, a number of startups that are gravitating around the block IS. But uh, we will tell you more uh, joining the course uh, of this uh, of this show. Let's start by a quick introduction from uh, all the uh, guests around the table, starting with Antonio from F6S. Antonio, welcome to Breaking Banks Europe. Thank you, Matteo. Good afternoon, everyone. So my name is Antonio Damascen. I work for F6S UK, uh, actually based in Portugal. And uh, in this project, I'm uh, supporting everyone with the role of coordinator. Um, uh, my background is on software engineering. So that's uh, I'm a PM, software architect. And F6S is... Um, one of the biggest networks for startups and uh, entrepreneurs to uh, get access to funds, services, and that's our uh, interest and role in this project. Great. Uh, guest number two, Bobby is from Introsoft. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Matteo. Welcome all to this uh, podcast. So my name is Bobby Spetsidis. I'm working for Introsoft International. Intersoft International is a large European IT solutions services company. It, is established, it was established in 1996 and is operating in 13 countries. In this project, we play the role of, uh, of WorkPikes work to coordinator, which is the technical and business support services for beneficiaries. Our company is very much interested in blockchain, as it is one of the future uh, technologies, and therefore we have quite some activities in the field. Great. The next guest is not a newcomer into uh, Breaking Banks because it was with us for the for the show about the Lithuanian ecosystem. Without us, welcome back to Breaking Banks. But this time you're wearing uh, your Civita hat for Block IS. So welcome back. Thanks for having me. Hello. My name is Vito Paschernauskas. I'm an expert at Civita, and Civita is, uh, is a leading management consulting company in Central Eastern Europe. Um, and besides a lot of classical management consulting things, we also are heavily involved in the 
startup ecosystem uh, embedded and also um, coordinating quite a few projects together with partners related to startup acceleration hackathons and and, uh, and other things. So I, I'm i uh, very well involved in the Lithuanian and also Baltic ecosystem and overall in the, uh, in the sector in the region. Great. Last but not least, uh, Dan from Innocent. So welcome, Dan, to the show. Uh, thank you very much, Matteo. Uh, my name is Daniel Pavlica, here on behalf of Innocence, a company uh, based in Novi Sad, Serbia, that specializes in delivering uh, innovative, scalable technology solutions and business services for diverse European value chains. Uh, within uh, the Block IS project, we are in charge of uh, Work Package 4, uh, namely serving as communication and dissemination uh, managers. So uh, really glad to be here today with you. Great. So, gentlemen, uh, let's do the following now. Let's uh, unmute our, ourselves, sort of uh, all of us, uh, and uh, let's start uh, uh, sort of with an overview about what is BlockIS. So, I will pretend not to know, you know, anything about it, but I heard blockchain, I heard startups, I heard infrastructure, communication, services, uh, hackathons, events, sounds like a mix of all of it. So I will start with Antonio because what I do know is Antonio is, or F6S at least, which is a super challenging name, by the way, every time I have to pay attention or how I spell the three sort of letters, one after the other, but it's funny, is like the, the chaperon you know, of, the, of the whole project. And we all sort of... Uh, uh, work uh, with him, including including F, uh, FTS, uh, of course, and and let's sort of integrate whatever Antonio says with your own uh, with your own perspective. Okay, I will see who wants to talk, or you can use the different sort of uh, infrastructure that you have on the back that our auditors can't uh, can see to build up of what Antonio is uh, is saying. Antonio, what is Blockia? So Block IS is an acceleration program funded by the European Commission. And our goal is to, um, to support SMEs to adopt blockchain technologies in three markets, agri-food, logistics, and finance uh, slash fintech. Uh, we do this with the support of clusters. Uh, Block IS is a cluster driven project funded on InnoSoup1 program, which means that clusters are the driver of uh, creating value and impact for SMEs across Europe. So we have, uh, I would say, two threads of work. The first one is the cluster engagement. So we are uh, reaching out to clusters, namely in, in, in these three domains, but also ICT, to uh, call for um, SMEs to develop the blockchain technology. Uh, so this is the part where we have missions, challenges, and so on that are led by clusters. And the other part is uh, funding um, 90 companies across Europe uh, with uh, both uh, direct funding, but also services uh, to adopt or to let them uh, improve their products 
uh, that must be used, must use the blockchain technology. On that sense, we have business services or business oriented services, but also we provide um, blockchain enablers to help them speed up the development process of their product. So in a nutshell, there are a lot of uh, threads in our project, some led by clusters to uh, which mostly focus on dissemination of these concept of acceleration and uh, dissemination of best practices of clusters to support uh, innovation in their ecosystems and then direct funding for companies and direct support to help them boost their uh, products. Great. So now I want to talk about the two things. One is, uh, you know, you mentioned about uh, like the, the the technical infrastructure to be able to like deliver the solution, which is uh, more like uh, the, the intrasoft space. And then the, all the like a startup consulting, like ecosystem activities, uh, which is more like a Civita domain. And also like uh, we work with them in a couple of uh, in a couple of deliverables. So, uh, you know, maybe, Babis, why don't you talk us a little bit about, uh, you know, the Intrasoft role and what does it mean? Ah, and also, if you know, and if you don't, uh, anyone from, uh, like, uh, either Vitautas or, or, or Dan, I'm also curious to, I, uh, and I'm pretty sure the auditors will be curious to uh, learn how many sort of submissions we have, how many startups we deal, you talked about the funding of 90, but, uh, you know, I, I'm expecting this project, you know, when the project started, you know, all these uh, things, because hopefully that won't be the first wave. And, uh, you know, the more startup and entrepreneurs will listen to the show, the more chances we have to make it even bigger uh, uh, next time. Bobby, it's over to you. So, uh, Intersoft International plays a role as the work package leader of the Catalyze part of the project, which is a technical and business support services for beneficiaries. In this aspect, we work together with our colleagues from Civita who provide the business services, and we are focusing together with TNO, or that's partner, on the Block IS enablers and supporting services on them. So what are the enablers? We offer six enablers, four, four are provided by Introsoft and two by TNO, which cover, uh, which cover all the fields of the project. And uh, they are the following. So we have the identity management based on Uport, which supports the ID management, authentication, authorization, accounting services, protecting directions with uh, distributed applications. We have the secure object storage, which is a secure distributed storage services using IPFS. Then we have an ID business, uh, and then we have uh, the trust negotiations platform, which is the registered blockchain interactions among users using external or so third-party marketplaces, and the service registry, which is a directory of block IS services, which are either blockchain-based or not. And we have from TNO, ID business process management based on uh, SSIF, and also the semantic ledger enabler and the smart contract enabler. So what do we do with this? We offer them basically to our 90 successful applicants, which have access to them. They can 
look at them, they can uh, they can uh, experiment with them, and if they want to use them, they can also use them. So this is an interesting uh, offering for them because they can use this, uh, these blockchain tools in order to develop their own system, be inspired from them, and also move forward towards their successful experimentation in their own product. Great, Babis. Now, since this is a podcast, it's a radio show, okay, you realize that you probably lost uh, 75% of the audience uh, after two sentences because you talk technical, which I understand it's a technical infrastructure. But basically, if I translate it to a 12 years old uh, sort of uh, uh, audience, uh, is that you provide a series of libraries and APIs, but in the blockchain space, uh, so that whomever wants to build up services uh, you know, in fintech for a payment uh, or in the onboarding of a client for a, for a, for an identity onboarding, uh, they can use this library, right, and not build it from scratch. Kind of is that is that close enough? That is correct. Yes, basically we provide the infrastructure and they can they can experiment through it and move forward with our own idea and also test our own idea if they want to integrate in their product. Perfect. Great. In one phrase. Perfect. And then without us, you know, how is then uh, uh, Civita sort of plugging in, into this, you know, which, uh, and, you know, this time let's, uh, let's have in mind that we have all kinds of auditors uh, in the, uh, including entrepreneurs, uh, of course. So let's try not to, not to lose the people, you know, in the, <laughs> in the how do you say it, in the podcast sphere. Okay, I will pretend to to have understood what Babis was saying, uh, but uh, and there's so actually so many moving parts that it's it's uh, somewhat difficult to to explain. Uh, but I will I will do my best, and uh, if somebody will will compliment, um, I will be very uh, very glad. Either either Antonio or Daniel or someone else. Basically, we have an acceleration program running in, in several ways. Uh, we have had a couple of uh, open calls to select startups in the three sectors that um, that Antonia has mentioned, agri-food, fintech, logistics. Uh, there are a, a few others, like not super clear-cut, but uh, that's uh, really a minority, less than 10%. Uh, so in the first, um, I will talk a bit about statistics and then uh, I will tell, tell more about what's happening in those uh, acceleration programs, what we're actually doing there. Uh, so in the first uh, uh, in the first call, we had 118 applications from 26 countries. Uh, the majority was from uh, Germany, Spain, Italy, and Serbia. Uh, and uh, the, the most popular sector was uh, fintech, which is not surprising since uh, there are quite a few solutions on blockchain in the fintech uh, fintech space. Uh, and then and then we selected uh, selected uh, 23 there's several selection selection uh, uh, modes uh, they're working on their MPs they're testing then they're experimenting then they're, well innovating etc and then the, the the final phase is actually uh, well uh, getting as close as possible to the real real traction getting real clients uh, starting their sales and so on and so forth so we're trying to support them throughout the whole journey um, and and and, um, and we have uh, we have a SMEs in the program from uh, all, all over Europe, uh, from from Greece to Bulgaria, France, Spain to the Netherlands, Latvia, Estonia, Czech Republic, and so on and so forth. Uh, 
How um, did the selection uh, happen without us from the large group that initially applied to the to the 90 that are now sort of engaging? Mm -hmm. So we have uh, we have several, as I said, we have several um, several stages of selection. Uh, there's the like first uh, based on the actual applications. There's a, there's a process of seeing how they're eligible for by formal criteria, which are set set by the program. Then there uh, there are different uh, different parameters uh, such as maturity, such as uh, as uh, uh, how likely is it that they will actually. Um, Develop a, a working uh, working MVP uh, that is is uh, is possible to be piloted and is possible to be commercialized because sometimes people have really nice ideas for uh, like working on on really exciting stuff, but uh, it, it it would probably take more time than than we have within the, within the program. Maybe it will take over a year and it just doesn't fit into into our timeline, or they're just too early, or other uh, other uh, challenges that they have. Uh, and we we have experts. Uh, we actually involve external experts as well in in the all the three fields, um, and and um, they well they, the, the teams present. Uh, we evaluate their their presentations. Where the, the experts ask questions, then their marks. And there's also so this is like a smaller setup in each of the three domains: agri food logistics and fintech. And then the separate uh, thing is also pitching. So they pitch, and there's also a separate panel that is evaluating their uh, their their uh, their pitches. Well, it's it's a shorter format that doesn't go very deep as as uh, when we have when we involve external experts. Uh, and then with with each wave, uh, we we select less and less that go to the next uh, next stage, so to say. Um, uh, and uh, and uh, okay, and that now. Uh, during the program, we have a lot of activities. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have webinars to support on, on different topics. Some are business oriented, some are technical oriented. Uh, of course, by uh, with the uh, with the help of our consortium partners that are providing uh, technical technical support. For example, Intrasoft, uh, because some teams they do have uh, sometimes a need for technical. Uh, technical support, um, and uh, some parts are more business oriented. And we also have mentors. We have quite a, a large pool of mentors, uh, mostly external, that uh, that come from very different domains, and uh, they support the teams throughout the program. They have regular meetings, uh, and 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 the, the mentors are there to help the teams to advance, to reach their milestones. And to prepare also for for the selection processes that I, I just talked about, because they, the teams need to prepare the certain deliverables um, and to describe what they what they did on the, the, the product development side, what they did on the business development side, uh, what what is the progress, what is their plan for the future, how it looks like, and then uh, they're they're going to be evaluated uh, evaluated on that. Uh, so I'm sure that there are more parts that uh, I have missed. Uh, so uh, maybe no, I'm no, it's it's uh, it's okay. I mean, that that is we, uh, I like it because we are getting into like a, something that is like a concrete. And and I know that uh, Antonio wants you wants to uh, Antonio wants to build on what uh, Vitautas just said. But before I would like Dan to get in to to step in and talk a little bit about the challenging of. Uh, communicating around such a big uh, project you know and uh, you know 
uh, I have been one, I am actually technically, I still, I, I even did a call this morning, the, one of the mentors and the coaches of these of these startups. And I have like uh, my own companies uh, to, to coach. And from time to time, there are actually other events uh, where I became like a spot sort of coach for uh, a, a sort of a turnaround of many ideas. And I actually see impressive projects, you know? So if you wonder, for example, uh, what the blockchain and agri-food or, or food industry, you know, have to do with, uh, with each other, you know, think of the traceability of the food, think of the value chain of the food that can be notarized using a blockchain, for example. In fintech, as uh, Vitaltes rightly mentioned, there are a lot of applications already. Uh, Definitely sort of decentralized finance, uh, which is sort of the next frontiers, you know, for blockchain uh, applications has a lot of visibilities as well. So, Daniel, talk a little bit about uh, how we communicate around it, and then I will let Antonio build, uh, build on top. Um, of course, yes. Uh, firstly, we decided uh, to target uh, startups that we already know that they have some kind of ideas. We know where to find the blockchain startups, uh, mostly fintech ones. Those were basically not an issue to find and to attract. It was clear for them what we offer. Uh, usually when it comes to startups, um, they have two issues, which is basically uh, one same. Um, either they are business professionals or technical professionals. And uh, it was Sometimes hard in uh, other acceleration programs, if you only offer business part, you will not get people uh, inside that are um, well familiar with entrepreneurial skills. On the other hand, blockchain, uh, blockchain technology uh, was rather new um, in, in, in the European sector. Uh, so what we wanted to do is to showcase that we offer a huge... Uh, acceleration program that rounds up all necessities of one blockchain startup or an uh, entrepreneur that is willing to uh, embark on its blockchain journey. And that is how we communicated um, the, the acceleration program, basically, that we offer a holistic approach that we do have both uh, business uh, experts inside that will help. Also, we have uh, technical people um, with uh, amazing background in blockchain technology. But on the other hand, we do offer and we did offer and, and uh, distributed 2.8 million uh, euro of equity free funding. So it was not that hard to communicate when you have so much to offer. And uh, at the end of the day, we attracted uh, more than 300 European um, startups, uh, on, not just on, on the open call, but also on other uh, services and events that we offer, such as cluster missions and innovation challenges. Great. Uh, Antonio, there are actually, uh, in, 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 I'll, I'll let you sort of uh, build on what uh, both without us and Dan said, but there are also like other clusters potentially that can join the, the, the crowd, right, Antonio? Yes, yes. So first, I would like just to build on what without us and Miguel said, because one of the key concerns on these European programs is uh, that um, mostly companies from Southern European, Southern Europe apply and get funded on, on these projects. Uh, but uh, with the help of uh, Daniel and all the 
consortium members. You were able to reach almost every country in Europe and you received every applications from every country in Europe and it, it's, it was great. So the strategy designed by uh, Innocence and uh, led by Danielle was fruitful and is, uh, was quite relevant to reach out every corner of, of Europe. And uh, then going back to your question, so the <clears throat> at the last stage of the project, we are engaging with additional clusters uh, on different sectors, and we actually have a first working mission by the end of the month, uh, uh, where we will uh, showcase the concept of block IS and we'll attract uh, additional clusters to our ecosystem and ask them to provide challenges that can be solved with uh, blockchain technology. And the goal is to find a new set of the companies that are interested in improving their products on those markets and uh, provide uh, some funding, not, uh, not too much, but the money that we have left, to also uh, for them to allow them for them to explore possibilities of improving their solutions with blockchain. So we are at this point uh, actively looking for clusters in other industries uh, so that they can join the project. How they can how they can reach out? I mean, how an an entrepreneur with uh, you know uh, with the with blockchain ideas or or projects can reach out. Uh, so Antonio, we have uh, first of all we are engaging with these clusters to identify the challenges, and then we will disseminate in our communication channels the challenges, and they can apply until September for the challenges. So they will be announced uh, by the end of July. Uh, and the challenges will be open then and until uh, I think it's October that they can apply for the challenges. Uh, and we will select 16 companies for these challenges. Great. So one thing that I that I'm you know I would be really keen to add and to talk a little bit more about is that uh, this is like uh, the first uh, as as FTS. This is the first. Uh, Sort of your European project at scale I've been involved with, you know? and I must admit I was a bit skeptical before starting, right? Because we all hear about this European project, money is flowing, we don't know exactly for uh, for what. Someone is, uh, you know, th there are people who think that uh, you know the, the 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 there is no real innovation happening, and it is just like a way to uh, like uh, keep some startups alive without real meaning. And uh, and I actually found the opposite. Uh, I found actually projects that are uh, uh, not only super significant and relevant uh, and with clients, but also the right type of funding uh, for uh, stretching a little bit the innovation inside the startup and not like... A, uh, not for the business as usual. So I and I would like to have the the opinion of all of you around the table. So, it, uh, according to what you have seen, where is the cursor between funding a startup that was already established, or 
funding and extension and experimentation or something that was using technology to go the extra mile, you know, compared to what the startup uh, was already doing or the idea was already doing. Because I saw a lot of the latter, which is amazing because somehow you need some sort of a more patient capital to do this because, uh, you know, the, the experimentation, uh, you know, needs uh, uh, needs funding. It's, it's a little bit... Uh, funding for research, for research, but at the same time, there are super concrete deliverables that each one of the startups has to provide. So who wants to, who wants to comment or, 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 or build on top? And without us, maybe? I think that our, our program was, is quite successful and probably the best indicator that we have on the success of this type of funding is that on the first round, we invested in SMEs uh, 1.4 million euros in direct support for these companies. And uh, until the end of the program, or before the end of the program, they already attracted 2.5 million euros in investment. Okay, so in real venture capital money. In mean. real venture capital. They have created uh, 29 jobs, uh, and uh, in what we have reported from them is that they have more than 100 deals uh, done even before ending the program. So this is a concrete uh, support or concrete indicators that you can give, give that these types of programs are really helping the SMEs in, as you say, going that extra mile and doing the final steps of research and development and bringing significant products to the market. Anyone else want to add? I see people nodding. You guys, Daniel, go. Um, I would say also um, to add up on what Antonio said, uh, one of the biggest challenges for, for the consortium at the beginning was, of course, as you mentioned, uh, different levels of startup development and uh, their ideas. Uh, but when we stepped into both uh, uh, business and uh, technical acceleration parts, uh, we realized that uh, the consortium is quite well structured because you do have uh, uh, amazing uh, clusters and sectoral associations such as uh, Voiced, uh, ITLOG, uh, Digital SME Alliance, uh, Fedakova, and of course, FinTech Stage, each of them creating a big impact in their respective sectors, uh, but also meaning that they do have a lot of experience in, in what those sectors need. On the other hand, you have uh, innovation and business and tech transfer specialists, uh, Civitas, Inalixis, Innocence, uh, IDI, and uh, blockchain tech experts as interest of Tantiano, and of course, everything led by a huge, huge uh, community of uh, startups um, led by uh, uh, F-Success. So that is what, uh, what made the difference, I, I would say, uh, in comparison with uh, other projects and other similar initiatives. It was, uh, it was a well-rounded uh, consortium with uh, an amazing impact and experience behind Thank you, Dan. So this, guys, is part of uh, an initiative that is uh, driven uh, to do exactly that. So we, what, what we want to do is that we want to give visibility to this type of projects. So uh, whilst we are wrapping up, uh, let me tell you what is going to happen 
afterwards. So in the next three specials, uh, we're going to run one show per cluster. And in each one of the clusters, we're going to invite, uh, uh, I, I don't know how many, but uh, a number of startups that uh, will showcase their projects. And you will see, you will, I mean, I want to ask them, uh, uh, how did they spend the money? You know, was it which type of innovation they were bringing, uh, which business cases, which problem they were solving? So it will not be like uh, an investor, uh, an investor deck, but more like uh, a, a business call, you know, or, or or a business show with all the startups that were part of the program in the different clusters, and uh, we hope that this will contribute to one explain the journey of these entrepreneurs to more entrepreneurs for the for the coming uh, projects as well as uh, you know to the skepticals uh, like me before entering uh, into into block is that actually you know this uh, money from the european uh, uh, community is uh, super well spent and invested uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, for being with us. Uh, we promise to keep it in the region of of the thirty minutes, and and that's what that was it. Maybe super telegraphic. Uh, where can people like? Uh, how can people join you? You know, like Twitter, LinkedIn. I don't know the website of your company. Literally ten seconds, starting with uh, you, Daniel. Um, everyone can find us on uh, uh, blockis.eu. There you can have all the news, everything in relation to the program, everything in relation to the partners, and of course, our startups and their ideas. So feel free to visit the website and follow us on social media. Great. Without us. Yes, I can only concur with the, the, what Daniel said about uh, about uh, blockis.eu. Everything is there. And of course, there are the social media handles, uh, which are called blockis as well, on different, uh, different platforms. And uh, of course, you can Google uh, consortium members and find us uh, online as well. Well, then I think that, uh, Babis, I won't ask you the same thing because you're likely to give the same... Uh, there we go. Antonio, let's, you know, f6x.com. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let, let me do some uh, good publicity for you guys because your platform is, uh, is, a, is an excellent uh, framework uh, that covers startups uh, from uh, every single vertical I can, I can think of. Uh, and your support has been, has been pressure, f6s.com. Guys, thank you so much for being with us and stay tuned for our next special Block IS show. Thanks for listening to Breaking Banks Europe, a Provoke Media podcast in cooperation with Fintech Stage. Don't forget to tweet us out, shout out, or post to the team at Breaking Banks EU on Twitter. If there's something or someone you'd like to hear on our cast, let us know. See you next week on Breaking Banks Europe.